Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tea and Toast podcast. It's Alex. I know we've been away for a little bit, but I had some busy rotations and Matt forgot his microphone a couple times, but we are here to give you another new podcast. This time we talk about, even though we've only recorded a few episodes, we're already losing track of our podcasts. <laughs> we get a little existential on your asses, and we talk about our inner saboteur. We also cover presenting to attendings, Real Housewives, RuPaul, and all these crazy Facebook math problems. Remember to check us out on the Apple Podcast app, on SoundCloud, and send us an email, tntoastpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're here to answer any of your questions about med school or life as a med student or anything else. So let us know. All right. Enjoy. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hi. A uh, long time no see. Oh. Mary girl, I hope you're still with us. Mary, how are you? <laughs> And you are listening to the Tea and Toast podcast. This is the Tea and Toast podcast, yes. You can find us probably online, and however you're finding us now is how you'll continue to find us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. I, I still have to put it on iTunes. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Yeah, we'll eventually be on iTunes. We're just not the, there. The We're Apple just podcast not app. there. You know what? We're on SoundCloud. We could be on iTunes. We have cover art now. It's a temporary cover art, but I feel like you know, it's going to be our permanent on cover iTunes. art. We, we deserve it. We work hard, allegedly, and allegedly. I'm tired of not being on iTunes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we uh, will be on it. We are speaking that into existence. Uh. Amen. Uh, amen, or whatever, <laughs> whatever expression you choose is fine with us. <laughs> yes. So how you been? How you been, girl? Oh, you know, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I was only asking to be polite, so I'm glad we're keeping it light. Oh, good. And you're gonna pivot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes, That's good. good to hear. So you've started a new rotation. Tell us. I did. I did. Thank you. I finished general surgery and now I'm oh doing goodness. cardiac surgery. So today was my oh. first day. And did you open the chest? I was there when the chest was opened. Yes. <laughs> wow. That, you know, that in and of itself is very yeah. fascinating. It's true. How it was, was that? Uh, it was, it happened all very fast. I was expecting like a crack, but it was like a sawing of the chest. Uh, and it all happened very fast. The next thing okay. you know, I could see the lung and the heart. So there you go. It's wow. in there. So you saw the heart beating in its chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is something else. I know. And while that was going on, I was sewing up the Saphness Vein Graft Harvest little <laughs> incision site. Oh, I was like, oh, oh I, I was watching Matt for a second, but now I'm sewing up this leg. Oh, so you didn't get to take full advantage of the opportunity to see you put to work. Yeah, I, I saw most of it. Well, that's good. And I mean, I looked up from time to time, but I was focused on my leg. And that you see, we're at the particular site I'm at. Public, fans, family, friends. 
Uh, we don't offer cardiac surgery as a service, so I won't get the opportunity to see that, which is uh, mm-hmm. kind of unfortunate. And of course, I don't really want to do anything surgical for a living, so I'm not going to advocate for extra time to do that, but it would be nice to see just mm-hmm. once. Yes, I agree. So what I'm hearing is I should see it just once. You should see it just once and never oh. again. <laughs> I, that, that would be enough for me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you don't, yeah, if you're not thinking something surgical, it's kind of nice to see. And then you say goodbye. Mm, once you get tired and your feet ache or you get hungry <laughs> or you have to pee, you just go, oh, my goodness, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for today. Yeah. And then you dollop out of there. And my $10 Amazon gardening clogs do not owe me a thing. <laughs> they do not provide the support I was hoping for. <laughs> shocking shocking you know what has like these expensive birkenstocks i'm like Mm. i'm in my clogs y'all see that's where you're foolish because you shop a lot online and you spend Mm. money on stupid Mm. frivolous superfluous things and i tell you that out of love it doesn't it's it's just who you are just a superfluous man oh i would say superfluous (laughs) okay i would say (laughs) appropriate appropriate okay Mm. fluous fluous Fluous. so just fluous from now on we call it fluous fluous yeah um so like you could call your friend lewis that when you want to call him fucking lewis ah fluous (laughs) (laughs) um but that would be a good purchase birkenstocks will save your feet it will save your arches Mm -hmm. it will stop your varicose veins from expanding yes i have birkenstock like sandals and what, you can't wear Birkenstock sandals in the OR? <laughs> Apparently not. Can you believe? I know surgeons who do that. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's I, not like, safe. I don't recommend oh, because you don't want like open closed, feet. There's like the closed, like, toed ones. Mm. Like, people wear those ones. And then people wear the Birkies, which are, like, the work shoe by Birkenstocks. I oh. Oh, I didn't so, know that existed. I gotta go get yeah, me a pair. Oh, you should. That's what everybody wears, honey. Oh, honey, that could and, save my poor feet. Yeah, I'm in the knockoff Amazon gardening clog. <laughs> That's me over there in the corner. <laughs> mm, yes. In the knockoff clog. Yeah, I know. Knockoff clog. That was a nickname <laughs> in high school, wasn't it? Knockoff clog is mm-hmm. such a great name. It is. There's your drag name. There's my drag right name. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> knockoff knock clog. How would Rue say that? How would he spin that? I don't know mm. if that's a spinnable. I don't think you would be the spinnable name of the season. You wouldn't be the Ivy yeah. Winters. Right. Or like Dr. Ganache. Yes. <laughs> or I do declare Blair St. Clair. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah, it's always nice when you're the person who decides to mm. play off the name of, you know? A little bit of extra press. Mm. Yes, yes. And even though she didn't last that long, I did enjoy Magnolia Crawford. That was always nice. I can't say I remember her. R.I.P. in peace. (laughs) I just remember Rue. I remember her wearing cow print and Rue calling her that. And then Rue saying, you got to get people to like you. Yeah, I got to get people to like you. Oh, we're getting off topic. This is not the Rue segment of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. 
Yeah, so we wrote our exams, people. Did we we did we we done a podcast since exams? <laughs> Wait, we started this podcast right after exams, didn't we? No, not after our internal. Didn't we? Did we? <laughs> I think that's the first thing we talked about, the OSCE and our exams. I I, I thought it was that the OSCE was upcoming. No. Oh. Barbara. Barbara, please. <laughs> Get it together, Barbara. Stupid, stupid Barbara. Um, sorry, Mary girl. You're sitting there. Mary's Mary's, Mary's on her deluxe lazy boy because she is rich. She's very, very rich going. That's our These boys started this motherfucking podcast after exams. And now they're asking about exams. We've done literally, this is like our third episode, full episode, and we've already lost track of what we've talked about. We oh, that's fully, very us. Fully lost track. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have no concept of time. I I thought exams was like years ago. So I'm like, we, uh, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, the, Weird. the time goes by so fast. Time goes by so fast. <laughs> so fast, 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 fast. Fast, 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 fast. <laughs> yes. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, I am been thinking about this concept for a couple of days now. And oh. it actually, I'm reminded of it every time I see you. Oh. Yeah, I just keep thinking about the fragility of life, you know. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we feel safe and protected in our little our little bubbles that we've created for ourselves but life is very fragile mm-hmm. sometimes even the slightest disturbance can you know either drastically change or end a person's life oh my i hope this is segueing into something i'm getting depressed <laughs> i know mary mary turn turn this off for a minute mary <laughs> everybody, everybody it, just it, turn this off for a second <laughs> Everybody, just just go back to your to your Twitter for a minute, folks. Go what? Go to your trending list. I'm sure there's something there. <laughs> I I don't know. You just you see things and you experience things, and you got it. Reminds you that this is the positive twist. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, we make it so so goddamn complicated. Yeah, and we don't have to. It's true. Did you get up today? Did you eat three good meals? Did you take one good shit? <laughs> or you know, are you <laughs> are you gonna go to bed in a nice bed? Mm. Are you gonna have it's it's you know, we we make shit complicated. and We don't have to. It's true. We have. You just need some nice necessities, and then you're good. Everything else is a cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Just the bare necessities. Mm. Indeed. Like a kombucha. Like a... Com- <laughs> like gorgonzola cheese. If I, if as long as I have my kombucha and my bocconcini, you know what? Life is fabulous. It's fabulous. That's really all you need. And I go down yeah. south once a winter and I escape this nonsense and I lay on the beach and it's, it's my zen. It's my zen. <laughs> 
And it's the secret. It's the secret. The secret is three months in Bali every three months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we can do yoga training and we can heal all of our old traumas once a week. <laughs> Even though we've already healed our old traumas the previous six weeks, we got to do it again. First world problem. I'm running out of trauma to heal. <laughs> I just, I'm running out of trauma and I'm just, I don't know. See, that's how we make shit complicated. Mm-hmm. When shit's going bad, it's woe, woe is me. And then when shit's going good, we're worried that we're going to be punished for shit going good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Every time I'm doing, I'm doing well, I'm like, they're going to see through all of this any second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time you have, they get praise too, you go, oh, I better not fuck the next one up. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to only remember the, the bad. So they just said yeah, it was good, gonna so I'm going to go, keep that going. <laughs> Yeah, and we, we have in our head that if we do fuck up after, they're going to rescind their compliments. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hi, Alex. It's me, Dindy. You know how yesterday I said you were really good? Well, I noticed today that you didn't chart the amount of BMs the patient had, and I would like to retract that statement. <laughs> oh my God, Thank it's you for so your consideration. True, like, it's so sad that that is my thought process. Thank you for trying. (laughs) But the time has come for you to leave because you can never redeem yourself. And that is, you know, that is for those who watch season 10 of RuPaul. That is our inner saboteur (laughs) talking. Uh, Inner saboteur. (laughs) It's true. Mm. Mm. Gospel truth. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Served to you with a little bit of tea and a side of toast. <laughs> That's a good tagline. I believe it's not butter. It would be a good tagline. Served to you with a little bit of tea and a side of toast. <laughs> so, what has been going on in the world today? <laughs> oh, goodness. So, not good things. <laughs> Well, one interesting thing that maybe is not uh, people wouldn't consider as relevant to you know global affairs, but did you read that article about the woman from the UK? What's it like to have synesthesia? I did peruse that you briefly. Did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, for those in the back who don't know what synesthesia is, it's when you get some sort of unexplained crosswiring in your brain. And then you kind of get a kind of a hybrid or a splicing of senses, if you will. So people will hear colors or people will smell names. Mm -hmm. And this particular woman, (laughs) I guess like... uh, What does she do? (laughs) Tells people what their names taste like. Yeah, she does. It's like taste, but then it's like sensations as well. It's a whole smattering of things. Yeah, and what she became viral for was uh, she would tell people what their name tastes like mm-hmm. on her YouTube channel. And one, th- one, th- one thing that uh, that really tickled my fancy is the name Donald. She goes, Donald is a rubber duck dipped in vinegar. Mm. Yummy. How strange. It's very specific. Uh, how the fuck would you know what that tastes like? <laughs> that's That's a good question, actually. She must be very adventurous, like culinary. But wise. then, but then, <laughs> yeah, she's a chef. 
<laughs> I guess she should put their synesthesia to good use and be a chef. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know how there's, you know, we say, oh, my God, that tastes like shit. And then people go, how do you know what that tastes like? Mm-hmm. But you just know. You just know. You just know it's shitty tasted. Yeah. So I think she just knows what a rubber duck dipped in vinegar tastes like. That's true. I, I mean, think, you can I imagine think... like a rubbery taste with like an acidic component. Mm. Mm, <laughs> oh, yes. We're getting some now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surprise, it's me. I'm the woman from the UK who the article is about. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What knew? a pleasure to have you on the potty pod. <laughs> oh, I know. Thank you. You know, Alex, Alex tastes like a tennis ball rolled in horse shit oh thank you and and i just know what that tastes like mm-hmm. i just know mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and apparently just like other things that are funny she kind of associates like gender or certain characteristics of different things so she says the number nine is a boy and the number seven and eight fancy each other Oh, well, I'm that's... like, so when she hears seven and eight or the number 78, she's picturing two numbers fucking. Oh, isn't isn't that <laughs> wild? And I don't get how that all relates to her name business. That seems like she's yeah, fetishizing I, these numbers. <laughs> I, <laughs> it seems like she was giving other examples, I guess, of her synesthesia. She's just all over the map with this. She is a little bit. I mean... Also, I'm giving you bits and pieces that stuck out to me. There's a, mm-hmm. I'm sure if one were to read the article mm-hmm. from independent.co.uk, that they would get more context if they want to know more about this female with synesthesia. Yes. Mary. Mary, if you want to know more, independent.co.uk. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. All right, so... That this silence is a great segue into, you know, another another segment of today's podcast. I believe, do we just want to do television? Well, I can talk about some of the things that have happened to me. Oh, so that happened to you. Oh, well, just some things. Don't touch the Morgan letters! Oh my gosh! <laughs> we will get to that. <laughs> Yes, proceed. Go on. Tell me about your okay, well, tell me about your life. You events. know, as I live my life these days, I do try to jot some things down mm. as they come up. So I haven't done any like OR electives in Med One or Med Two. So this was my first exposure to like surgery in the OR and all that with my Gen Surge rotation. Mm-hmm. And goodness me, I just felt like I could not do anything right the first few days. And I'll just give you an example of something, <laughs> which is, okay, so I'm assisting with the surgery. And we're kind of like getting ready to move the patient uh, on back to onto their bed so they can go up to their ward. And I'm sort of like stepping aside, letting people sort everything out that they need to sort out. And then, so I'm getting ready to help. And then the nurse who wasn't scrubbed in, but was sort of recording all the OR activities, calls me over and she's like, oh, Alex, like your gloves are a little dirty. Like, let me just put a fresh pair on, like a non-sterile, whatever, nitrile glove. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I didn't think that was necessary, but I go over and then the surgeon calls me, well, Alex, aren't you going to help move this patient? And then they like moved them <laughs> with me standing there with like these two clean gloves in my hand <laughs> trying to get them on. I'm like, this is just my life for the next little while. This yeah. is how things will go for me. I mean, wow. <laughs> Can you believe the, the fact, that? <laughs> well, it's so it's so funny how stupid little things kind of line up that way. But that was like happening. And like then the, the like surgeon. The whole first week. Oh, my God. And the surgeon feels it necessary to call you out. <laughs> for it it's like come on i'm like i was going to do that but i was called over here to get some new gloves i know know. and then if you say something like that you sound defensive Mm, yeah so i was like you just have to be like uh, oh uh, uh." (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah exactly just oh i was uh (laughs) clean clean glop yeah i said like oh i was just getting some clean gloves and she was like ugh like why what's wrong with you i'm like i'm sorry this is what i was told like i didn't want to put the patient's own blood back on them (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah stupid things like that and our thing i was a bit of a a stumbly bumbly mess the first couple times i was presenting to staff because i wasn't used to presenting like a consult to an attending because usually you'd present to your resident but oh and then okay so i was i had a lot of like direct interaction with staff on gen surge and i was trying to say early satiety and i said something like early like society or something like that (laughs) like i didn't quite say society but i was like early satiety (laughs) i was very tired at the time oh i bet and then the surgeon was like what (laughs) And I like and they they call you out for that. Yeah, like, they do. Give me a they call break. you out for everything. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'd be like, hi. I said what I said. <laughs> Say society. Look it up. Look it up in a book. And of course, I wouldn't really say that. I would say, oh, excuse me, my goodness, society. Oh, excuse me, satiety. Is what would really happen. <laughs> Mary, I hope you're a med student girl. Then you'll know why we're we're cackling <laughs> over something that may that may not be as funny to the to a person who hasn't had to present to an attending on a new rotation. I just like fumble over the weirdest things. Also, I have yet oh, to too. say a bundle branch block to an attending without saying like bundle branch block. <laughs> <laughs> They have a left blood of blood. They have a right but the blood black. A bundle blood black. I I can't say that when I'm by myself. Like I wouldn't be able to say that with an attending looking at me in the face. Oh my gosh! I'm like, oh, they have an LBBB. Yes, I, I I'm oh. gonna say a a right bundle now. I've heard people say that. Oh, they have a right bundle. I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, thank you, Nancy. That's good. That's good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. 
I I get this thing where I uh, sometimes if, when I make eye contact while I'm presenting, I like lose my place and my thoughts, and then I just kind of jumble all around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they presented last night. Abdomen was soft, non-tender, and they described their pain as <laughs> radiating <laughs> to the arm, lungs clear to auscultation. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, somebody rain in this ship. <laughs> uh, yes, that's that's happened a few times. I always write like on the consult notes, like investigations or whatever the sheet was above like um, my exam findings, just because I would write the investigations first. And then I when I was going through it, I was like, oh, and then investigations, like some of the lab tests. And the surgeon said, nope exam first i'm like oh okay and then so i was like going into my exam like oh so cardio whatever rest whatever i do and they're like what comes first i'm like vitals <laughs> like yes uh-huh. i'm like ah oh, yes 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 i have them right here written first i don't know why i skipped them <laughs> mm. oh my goodness though strict strict alert mm, yes wow but the human or the resilience of the human spirit you adapted you overcame and now you're done i did yes i'm through i have my evaluation tomorrow morning meeting with the uh head honcho uh so hopefully that goes well maybe i've just you just make sure you march up there and go how is your head (laughs) And if he says, I haven't had any complaints, then you're guaranteed a good eval. It's true. They're like, you're home, oh baby. How's your head? I would like to write you a reference letter. <laughs> okay, good. So you've had no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> that is best case scenario. Oh. You'll never know if you never try. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I hope that happens. I hope so, too. Yes. But I always give the same piece of advice to whoever asks me about clerkship. Mm. And I say, don't touch the Morgan letters! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, so that happened. That happened, y'all. I know y'all so, was watching. <clears throat> this, is our, this is my segue into... Uh, Roni, what in God's name was Dorito thinking, bringing her to a Morgan museum? Oh my gosh, I know they they know how she gets when she gets talking about her family. Should we? Do we? Do people know what we're talking about? <laughs> oh, I said Roni, but that maybe Mary, Mary. Mary. If you know what Roni you is, know. email us tntoastpodcast at gmail dot com. Somebody please email us. <laughs> so. Really, we check. We we want to hear from Mary and we, others. We want to hear. So Mary, Roni stands for Real Housewives of New York, a Bravo franchise. One of the originals that's been on for a good long while. Mm-hmm. And our our girl Sonia is was married to a very wealthy man. Mm-hmm. And then she divorced a very wealthy man. And this is this is visiting a museum that was a hoose. All with uh, her stuff, her family stuff from when she was married. <laughs> with her stuff. <laughs> her stuff. Yes. So, 
Yeah, they knew. Dorinda's all like, I did not think this would happen. <laughs> I thought you this knew. would be a healthy, pleasant experience for her. Yeah, I thought she would just love to revisit the painful memories. Yes, this and she was time. doing so good. She was woke. She was sober. Mm. She was doing so, so well. And now she's screaming, don't touch the Morgan letters at a dinner table. <laughs> well, out of context. I actually commend uh, Ramona for saying something because usually she's one to kind of stir the pot a little bit but she went over to dorinda and said sonia's turning (laughs) she's starting to spin (laughs) we gotta get her out (laughs) see i see that as stirring the pot oh really oh i I I see like bringing it like at the time she was being a little weird she was like oh these paintings oh my god i have stuff just like this in the library like she was you know, but she wasn't like crying, making a scene and banging on the walls. Ramona's like, she's turning. <laughs> well, I feel like Ramona's Star- personality always makes it seem like she's meddling. But I don't know. I thought it was, I wasn't getting too much of that vibe. I thought she was. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I, thought she I was... mean, I've seen Ramona kind of screw over Sonia over and over and over and over and over. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm, I'm hesitant to believe that it was done in good faith. Okay. Yes, that's true. I don't know if it was like 100% selfless. <laughs> Is anything though? No. <laughs> so. As Phoebe Buffet can attest from that episode of Friends. But anywho, uh, what are your feelings this season? Who Are you hating anyone? Are you loving anyone besides our girl Sone? Uh, you know what? I'm getting a little fed up with Luann after she like walked out of the out of the dinner for a hot second at least, after she wasn't given the the room that she thought she deserved at Dorinda's place when they all went away mm. for the weekend. She just could not accept right. that fish room. There's a fish room in Dorinda's home. It's like a room right, with some it was, sword it was fish traumatizing, right? Well, come on. Or something. That's what she said. I know. That's, that something was saved. Something was saved. <laughs> and, I, and I believe it was that. I do declare. Yeah. So she's sober now. And I guess she had a wild night in that room and like woke up hungover or something. So she didn't want to go back in that room. Okay. So she can't go to any other room in the house either then. Right. Because she was I mean, up and down every, every day was... step. <laughs> That was just her, her pulling a, a power move. Oh yeah. She knew Dorinda, or yeah, Dorinda. She knew Dorinda was being apologetic. She wanted to smooth it over. So she wanted to, you know, use her leverage, her newfound leverage, and just kind of, you know, turn the gears a little bit. I think she's punishing her just a little. A little bit. She was twisting the knife a little bit because yeah, like Dorinda said, she thinks this place is an inn. Because Dorinda invites everybody to her home, and then Luann's, like, booking yoga sessions. She has someone come over, and then she's like, I could really use a massage. Can you get someone over here? (laughs) And she makes Dorinda book a massage. I know. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, can you not do yoga on your own and, like, go to a spa? Yeah, you have the money to go to a spa. You know, you don't need your friend to book you a private massage because you're trying to stay sober. No, like you know it, i i agree that is tiresome but you know what luann priceless 
you know, her kind of, her antics make for good television. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, not that you ever want to see anybody develop an addiction or get arrested or anything like that. That's that's kind of heavy and dark, but just, you know, she she always has a storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Luann overall as, mm. as a housewife character. Yes. But yes. I was just looking at my note here and I wrote, I quoted something Sonia said, episode six. She says, I don't drink anymore. So when I drink, I drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, my, she's so funny. She's like, oh my goodness. I know you guys think I have a problem. So I've switched to champagne. <laughs> She's like, that's all I, I drink wine and champagne now. It's no big deal. That's it. I'm like, oh, okay. Or my fave is that that thank you party from Tinsley, and she sips on the signature cocktail and goes, bar liquor. Bar liquor. That's the title of our first With episode. the most disdain I've ever heard anybody say those words in my life. And I was like, ooh, you were once wealthy. <laughs> you were truly wealthy once. And of course, uh, Bethany's always got, you know, the, the funny confessionals and I live for a Bethany confessional. Yeah, Bethany definitely wins the award for best confessionals. Witty, 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 witty. Witty, witty, witty. Witty, 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 witty. And RuPaul. 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 Where are you on RuPaul? I am caught up <gasps> on season Saison ons, which means eleven. Mary, Mary. (laughs) Saison ons means season eleven. Mary. Like how I said to all of you, and you were like, to Mary. (laughs) (laughs) To all of you too. We just Mary is our. She's our. Is just a girl that we're shouting out because she's our rock. She's been following us from the jump, (laughs) and we love our fans. So if you follow us too. We'll give you we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Email us and we will read your email, email verbatim us. to all of our adoring and fans. And we won't give away your name, even though we gave away Mary's. No. <laughs> we'll just call you like no. P. If your name is Peter, we'll say P. Now, if you if you if you send us an email with your name, we can give you a shout out. Unless oh, if you it's, want it. Yeah, if you're like promoting something of yourself, if we'll you give you a shout it. out. But if you email us something personal mm-hmm. that you'd like us to address, yes. then of course we'll leave an anonymous, honeys. Yes. If you want to know if it's dangerous to fart during anal, <laughs> we will answer that for you. Oh, my God. And we will keep your name anonymous. Ooh. Woo. On that note, RuPaul. <laughs> escalated quickly. <laughs> I like the anal option. Speaking of farting during anal, RuPaul's drag race. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm caught up. Are you? I yeah, am. you are. I am caught mm-hmm. up. Uh, so, the two... Our spoilers ahead, everyone, who have not watched up to episode eight of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Our two, really, the two people who've kind of demonstrated themselves to be front runners, um, Miss Evie Oddly and uh, Ms. Brooklyn Heights, landed in the bottom two. Yes, they did. Didn't they? A mm-hmm. big shock. Well, not so shocking based on the snatch game uh performances you know i did not think brooklyn heights was worse than miss fancy miss fancy that's true 
I thought she deserved to be at the bottom, but Rue was like, fuck, I'm not ready for Vanjie to go home mm-hmm. because she's good TV. We got to put her in the top five so we can squeeze as much lifeblood out of her as possible. I... But then she, she won't win. I think that there's something to that because, yeah, I think he wanted Evie and uh, Brooklyn in the bottom together to sort of have this grand show off. Mm, he wanted the an epic gymnastic lip sync and he wanted his double shantae. Mm-hmm. He wanted I mean, I, d- I wasn't even worried during that. When they were when they started doing their <laughs> acrobatics shit at the I end, know. I was like, it's a double shantae. Yeah. yeah, I, I was like, I ain't gotta worry. I'm like, they and I don't know who I don't know who I wanted to go home. Who would you have wanted to go home between the two? Uh, I don't know. I feel like Evie has had a better arc overall, like a better storyline. I feel like I mm. root for her more. But I felt like Brooklyn from the from the beginning has been one to watch. And I think that's... Mm-hmm. If you go back to episode one of our podcast, I think I mentioned Brooklyn as a front runner. I think you did. You did. I did. And... I I did not peg her as a front runner because I thought usually the girls that do really well in the first challenge like they mm, will stumble. Right. The ones who who don't have a a shot at like a big redemption arc or a or a coming of age story, they don't tend to do as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wasn't super impressed with her that first week. So I was like, yeah, this is nice. This one, whatever. She'll probably do I but then she's kind of been consistently slaying it mm-hmm. over the season. She has been. Yes. Yeah. And she knew she fucked up, which is why she had that gag where they reveal. Oh, my God. On the yeah, that reveal. That was, an, that just, girls copy each other over the seasons, but every once in a while they copy each other and then add a twist. Mm-hmm. And this is finally, the she is her adding a twist, taking it to the next level. This is the twist. I was, I was shrieking, darling. I know. I was shaken, not stirred. <laughs> not stirred. So she whipped <sighs> off her little like cape with a hole in it, her like poncho thingy, mm. her sparkling poncho. And then, when she took that off, it knocked off a big afro headpiece thing. And she was blonde under there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was a glamazoon. She was glamorous. And yeah, so you didn't answer my question. Oh. Who would you want to go home? You said the arc versus oh, consistency. That's true. I did. Slayage. I pivoted, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You're trying to deflect. You're trying to get me off on a tangent so you could <laughs> deflect. I know what I'm doing. I'm back on the linear path. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Mm, I think in that moment, I wanted, I didn't want anyone to go home, but I would have been more upset, I think, if Brooklyn had gone home. Okay, good. Because, I don't know, I feel like she's just doing such new things, and, I mean, Evie is very good as well, but I don't know, I feel like maybe we've seen more of uh like percentage wise we've seen more of what evie has to bring than we've seen of brooklyn in her repertoire Mm. yeah yeah i think if brooklyn can show a little personality then she definitely has a room right to win because 
she had this bottom, you know, bottom come to Jesus moment. She cried in the confessional and now she kind of shows more of herself. They love that kind of blossoming storyline. And if she makes it to top three, she's going to win. Yeah. Who is, who is going to check? Who going to check her? <laughs> Dr. Ganache. <laughs> Doc, oh, you know what? Maybe doctor, I don't see Dr. Ganache winning. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But like she is doing, she's doing well every challenge. She slays so many challenges because her personality is so great. And she, when she paints her face, she's very beautiful. So Mm -hmm. like hard to discount her. I don't think she'll win because she has a lot of kind of outside drama going on. Apparently. Oh, does she? Yeah, apparently, like, you know, all the queens are fighting with her. She says some real problematic things about multiple people. Oh. And anyway, I, I, I've heard that there's lots of drama surrounding Dr. Ganache. So I don't know. Will she win? Will Rue change the editing posthumously? <laughs> if Dr. Ganache gets too much bad press, you know? Dr. It's but funny no, though, ever she... since the Oprah challenge, I feel like she looks like Oprah every time. <laughs> <laughs> I see Oprah now. Oprah girl. I'm like, oh. Oprah girl, no. Oh, we just mean that she's painted for the gods, and so are you, mm-hmm. Oprah. We only mean this with love and light, Miss Oprah. Well, I guess I mean that she doesn't vary her makeup that much, maybe. Oh, yeah, because, maybe. Because she right. came out painted as Oprah, and then I feel like it's a similar face. And I'm like, mm. is this Oprah? Oh, no, it's just regular old silky nutmeg. <laughs> Who, you know, only looks like Oprah for the beauty. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really want anyone to go home either, but I would have rather Evie gone home. But it's so hard to root against Evie because of her yes. her disorder. Well, yeah. yeah, and I think she just has like that personality that we want to we want to see her do well. It's not just mm. it's not just uh, the Ehlers Danlos, but um, yes, yeah. I just think I see I see myself in her. <laughs> it's like the underdog thing. I always root for the underdog, mm. and people have yeah. you know kind of shoved her aside a little bit and cast her aside. And I just want to see her succeed. Same. I kind of found her her unsolicited honesty kind of refreshing. Yeah. Like, she's gotten herself with trouble with these queens mm-hmm. because she's offering her opinion when nobody was asking. It's true, and she has <laughs> Which, been you know, honest, I'd say. Yeah. And pe- people find that annoying. If I don't solicit somebody's opinion... And I'm just trying to express an emotion like, damn, it really sucked to be in the bottom three. I'm not looking for nobody's opinion on why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes just looking for a, yeah, that really sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it makes for good TV. <laughs> so Evie, baby, keep doing what you're doing. Keep be aggressively honest. Keep it have another uh, blowout match with Miss Vanchi. Oh yeah, I didn't see that untucked, but they were angry when they came back. Mmm. I know. A lot of people pray. A lot of people praise season eleven, but I'm I'm having a hard time. Like, I guess now I'm I have people to root for, but 
at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Send them both home. <laughs> When they were both, I'm like, do a do a double sachet, just to you know, switch it up. Some of the top people, everybody go home. <laughs> <laughs> everybody go home. And I just, I'm having a hard time getting into this season. I'm having a hard time sinking my teeth into it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I kind of like Cause... Plastique too. Like, I'm looking forward to her, like blossoming. I still think she can do it. I and maybe so. I I'm not I'm not I'm going to say no. I'm going <laughs> to say no I'm going to say she it's a no for me. I think she'll probably she had her good moment. Mm, that's true. And I think she I don't know. I can see her reverting to old ways and then yeah, being like 6. Yeah. Six, she did uh, have like that emotional sort of moment with Rue episode seven. Mm. And then Maru's like, I'm your mother now. I'm your mama. Hug it out, baby. And the girl's like, No, my, my parents are alive and he's like, I'm your mother now. I'm your mother now. I am your mother now. And then I am your mother now. <laughs> um, so after that I was hoping for like a big showing next episode. And she did okay during Snatch Game, but it was very Similar to what she had done earlier on in the season, right? That was funny, yeah. It it was yeah. funny, though. I think if she had done that without her, like, prior performance, what they were doing, like, a Wakanda spoof or something, mm. I think if uh, she had just done that, it would have come off better. But I think everyone was like, okay, well, you already did that. True. True. Good point. Good point. Um... Yeah, I like Plastique too. I would like to see her do well. But for me, I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race peak season for me was season five. Mm, yes. I think I was I was most into season five. Who was on that again? <laughs> Remind uh, me. <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. Oh, Burst! Yeah. Oh, yes. Coco Montreal's oh, Detox. Oh, uh, Jinx. A lot. Oh, that was a strong season. <laughs> oh my. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess I I say this, but I don't know if this is true, but I'm saying it in the moment because <laughs> I'm being candid. Okay. I want to say that I like season seven. Yeah, I like because season seven I, with Pearl and... Uh... Yeah, and Katya and Trix, oh, Katya, Trixie. Oh, Katya, of course, Katya, my favorite. And Katya is my, yeah, Katya is my favorite queen. She's my favorite. Of the bunch. And Trixie's, yeah, she's mine too. Obsessed. And Trixie, I she's high up there. Mm-hmm. I, very much, I find Trixie very funny. Yes. But I, I, they didn't really get a good, you didn't get a good sense of who they were from that show. They kind of got right. pushed to the side to favor talentless oh. Pearl. Oh, <laughs> coming for who Pearl. would lip sync and just move her arms in like a completely extended fashion and just kind of wave her arms around. And Pearl didn't win that lip sync. Trixie won it. Damn. But I am digressing. I also, that was the one where I was like, okay, spoiler alert, y'all. I'm like, yeah, Violet won. I guess that's pretty obvious. But I didn't find Violet a super strong queen. Oh, but her looks, though. I mean, oh, uh, I, she, 
she had that oxygen tank one and that was Mm. iconic Mm -hmm. but like other than that like yeah she's polished and shit but like i'm tired of that betty betty boop 50s (laughs) you know she always did the 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 pinup girl look yes same as ben de la creme i'm i'm like enough oh yeah Um, yeah but i get that that was her shtick i just didn't find she was the the strongest queen so, therefore, my point being, I guess I didn't love season seven. Damn. But I loved All Stars 2. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. That was Basically crazy. because of the recreation of season five. It was. It was They're a like, let's take all the strongest people from season five, add in your girl Katya, okay. stir it on up, and make a amazing television show. <laughs> Do you ever listen to Katya's podcast? I've recently gotten into it. It's called the Whimsical. I didn't know Katya had her own podcast. Yes, it's with somebody named Craig, who I don't know who that is, but Katya knows Hold him. Hold on. <laughs> but it's... Audience, audience, you're going to hear some noise because I'm about to type this in my phone. Okay. This is how you know we're candid. We're candid. Do All right. What's, what's keyboard sounds turned on for your phone? <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm also probably breathing heavy in anticipation oh God, there's so, so much the action name? noise in this podcast already it's called whimsically <laughs> whimsically volatile oh that makes so much sense and there's like uh what is it like an ice cream sundae and a skull or something and i can find that just on the general podcast icon on a on a cellular telephone <laughs> yes where ours will soon be i'm sure of it oh. i'm sure it'll be there <laughs> We're speaking it into existence. It's going to happen. Manifest destiny. Well, I was trying to wait for the official cover art to be finished, but I, I don't. You just, you got to dive on in. <laughs> you got to dive on in. You can't, you can't wait for the perfect moment. You got to dive on in. You got to dive on in. Sorry, yeah, that, that is from American Dad. Oh. <laughs> the American Dad episode. <laughs> and if anybody caught that reference... You might be my soulmate. I did not get so it. send us an email. Send us an email. So I Tea can know you're my soulmate. And then we can dive on in to a wonderful life together. I've seen Metro a couple of times. I like the alien. That is who I'm referencing. Oh, good. Aww. Oh, it's Roger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fine. All right. Um, so I. I feel like this is a good place to cut it short without like a, a this is a candid segue because I'm probably burning down the apartment or house depending on where I live. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> people like, want to find you. That they're gonna bad. they're gonna find me because I said apartment, <laughs> or did I say house? It's a hotel. It's uh. Not just a hotel, it's a hotel motel. Mm, I'm living at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> I'm living at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> Why cook food when I can order room service? Well, well Tinsley. Ask Tinsley. <laughs> After she's oh, what a mess. Then we're going oh. to edit this down to a cool 15 minutes. Mary, it's, you're going to be so satisfied be. with this quality content today. <laughs> well, I have one thing I do want to bring up. Okay, bring it up. I'm on fire. It's fine. Okay. I'm kidding. Go on. If I hear the smoke detector, I'll let you go. Scoff. Okay. All of these, like, 
very simplistic math problems on Facebook that all your middle-aged relatives are posting or like commenting on. And there's like two varieties. There's a simple like math problem where you have to use like pet mass. Is that <laughs> is that what we had used? Is that the French one? I learned a French one. I think yeah. Pedmas I is think the I think one. we call it bed bemdas. Bemdas. Okay, but whatever you do, like whatever's in the parentheses, and then the exponents, and then multiplication, division, and then subtraction, addition, like whatever mm. the hell. Yeah, man. So you have to like prioritize certain operations over others. And the Facebook post is always like. If you can solve this problem, you're a genius. <laughs> and it's like the simplest thing ever. It's just you have to do pen maths. <laughs> and oh people goodness. can't do it. And everyone's like arguing with each other in the comments. And like three of the Anarchy. four people you know who have commented are like completely wrong. Like so far away from the right answer. And they're always loud and wrong. Yes. They're like, it's yeah. this, I'm sure. And the other the other type of problem is like these pictogram things where there's like <coughs> an ice cream cone that's worth like five points. Like it'll have oh, three yeah. different pictures that equals a number. And then yes. the last one, say it'll have like two pair of skis early up in the in the problem. Well the last problem will have like one ski. And so you need to know that if two pairs, if a pair of skis was worth two and it's just one ski, then it's worth one. (laughs) And people are like so intense about these problems. They're so easy. And everyone's like, no, it's only one ski. So it's worth one. And then there's like a a multiplication, not a addition. Like people just don't do the right thing. And then they don't assign the right value to anything. And people are just getting up in arms over these problems and they're declaring their genius and i just want to tell everybody to calm down <laughs> because these aren't hard problems thank you <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen we have a genius in the room <laughs> this is a humble brag brought to you by tanto's podcast guess what all these problems I can solve them all. And they says I'm a genius if I can. So every problem you face isn't that hard. Because what you see ain't always isn't the always truth. truth. <laughs> Cause baby boy, I've got all the same parts you do. The same parts. <laughs> <laughs> God, I live for that. I live for that. That was redemption for Miss Tatiana. My favorite part is when she comes out. Like, this is going to be a work of art. People just don't know it yet. And she goes, this piece is entitled The Same Parts. (laughs) And Michelle's like, ha, this piece. I'm like, Michelle, girl, you wait. (laughs) It's, uh... Uh, we've been taking, we've been lately taking to <laughs> going, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Because of Tatiana in season two. So now every time we say thank you to someone, we just go, thank you. <laughs> thank After. you. We'll go, oh, thank you. And then we realize we said thank you. So we go, thank you. <laughs> and we have a good laugh. Good. So... You know, people got to quit hating. 
Drag queens are talented, they're intelligent, and they bring joy. Quit hating. Watch the show. It's nonstop fun. Support your LGBTQ plus community. Just watch. You can all go home. You can all just go home. (laughs) Rue made it nice. He made it it nice. You can all just go home. (laughs) That is not us making fun of anybody who is special needs. That is drunk Dorinda. For those oh yes, who don't know. right. That is drunk Dorinda from <laughs> Real Housewives of New York. Yes, yes, that is us imitating drunk Dorinda, who was upset. We're not making fun of anybody. Thank you. <laughs> Except Dorinda. Thank you. Except Thank Dorinda, you. who you know wouldn't mind. She's she a fun mind. gal. She owns her shit. She does. <sighs> well, this concludes another episode of our podcast, Mary and Co. <laughs> Mary and Co. What a whirlwind podcast. What a whirlwind. That could be your spinoff, Mary. We want royalties for the title. Though. Mary's going to start a podcast, gonna start a called, podcast called, called No. Podcast. It's going to be called Mary and Co. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it'll just be Mary and all of our fans doing a podcast for us. Aww. Oh, and we would nice. follow. We would follow each and every one of you. Follow, like, subscribe. We would do I it would. all just for I you. Would. Just for you, oh. darling. Y'all, we're busy. Uh, we will try our best to give you something in a week to two weeks' time. Listen, this was a we struggle to get us set together. To go. And then this one didn't have their microphone. Yeah, I forgot it. But you got to understand, I am traveling all over Pray Tell all the time. And I've got to pack. Sometimes I have 20 minutes to pack a bag and hit the road. Uh-huh. So I forgot a microphone. I remembered my mouth guard so that I could not break my teeth at night. <laughs> but I forgot my microphone. Well, I remembered I'll underwear. Oh, that's I forgot cool. a microphone. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll let it go this time. I remembered a toothbrush. Forgot the microphone. I always forget a toothbrush. I always forget all my... T- I, I either pack every goddamn toiletry I have or none at all. <laughs> well, It's one or the other. You have a big checklist of toiletries, honey. <laughs> I wouldn't remember them all either. <laughs> yeah. I usually... I just give up. I just take a big old bag and I just clear my bathroom counter into a bag. Yeah. And then... Like, there you you tie it up and you have to double bag it because it's ripping the gro- the garbage bag and <laughs> then you got to put it in a, like a cooler because some things have to stay cold but not mm-hmm. too cold because some things got to be room temp. So mm-hmm. you put one ice pack, put all the shit that needs to be cold at the bottom of the bag so it comes in contact with the ice pack but then the rest of it stays room temp. Mm-hmm. And that's how Alex forgets his microphone. That's and why I don't travel. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't traveled since the summer going into mid two. Mm-hmm. When I went to see our father Federer. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good times. Alright, y'all, we're we're rambling. We're trying to say we're doing our best to give you content, Mary, but mm-hmm. we're busy. It's hard. It's all love. And if we make fun of anyone on a podcast, it's all love. It's all love. The mocking comes from a place of love. Do you think that we would give you that free promo, girl? It's all Hmm. love. It's all love. Mary, we love you. Anyone else who's listening, we love you. Yeah. Send us an email. Send us an email. Don't touch the Morgan letters. (laughs) Don't touch the Morgan letters.
you dare touch some Morgan letters. Don't touch them. All right. Goodbye, y'all. It's been real. We'll see you when we see you. Bye. Bye.